My children are refusing to take care of me in my old age, so I'm spending all of their inheritance. Am I the asshole? What goes around comes around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't take care of me. Say goodbye to your money. Not looking for financial advice, only moral judgments. Also, English is not my first language. Here we are, the arbiters of moral judgments. <laughs> we have arrived. We have arrived and we're ready to judge you severely. I have three children, Jason, 25 male, Monica, 30 female, and Veronica, 32 female. I've always had a good relationship with my children, a bit more distant after my wife died. But in general, we have a nice relationship. I received a hefty inheritance from my parents who unfortunately passed away a few years ago. This inheritance is not only a product of my parents' work, but money that has been in my family for decades. So it is expected of me to try to save as much of the inheritance for my children and so on. It's also important to mention that in my culture, that children are supposed to take care of their parents in their old age, which honestly, I feel like that should be in all cultures. It really should be though. Uh, uh, yeah. Like my parents definitely want me to take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting out on the streets though. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. Both my mom and dad suffered from diseases that required 24 seven care by the end of their life. This disease runs in the family, so most likely I will suffer from one of them too. A few months ago, I made an offhand comment about going to the doctor for my annual revisitation since my health has been not so great. I said, has anyone talked about who I will live with when I'm old and wrinkly? Which is like a cute way to kind of bring it up. Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's nice and subtle and it's timely, you know. It was a joking comment. I'm not actually planning to live with any of my children yet, but I guess the comment didn't sit right with any of my children because they told me about two months ago that they have decided that they will not be taking care of me when I'm old. Sorry, pops. Let me, I just want to watch you wither away and die. That's so shitty. Imagine all three of your children be like, so we've unanimously decided that like when you can't take care of yourself anymore, we're just not going to do anything about it. They told me that they first have to look out for their family. The cost of living is rising, et cetera, et cetera. And it was very hurtful to hear them say that. Then I've had to make the decision to start to plan for my old age. I've moved a lot of the funds of my inheritance to my savings account and plan to go on trips that I've always wanted to go on while I'm a bit young and healthy. I plan to pay for this with the inheritance. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you can't take care of me. I'm not going to take care of you. Mm. I mentioned I'm going to Mexico in a few weeks to Monica, who asked how I'm going to pay for the trip. I then told her I'm planning to use the inheritance from now on to pay for trips, accommodations, food, etc. She then called me selfish and accused me of trying to punish them for not following tradition. Or if you don't want to continue the tradition of taking care of me, I'm not going to continue the tradition of taking care of you. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know what? You were you were right when you said that. Like, yeah, let's, let's get rid of this tradition stuff. Also, it's like he needs that money now to take care of himself. Uh, hello? Yeah. What like, else is he going to do? Yeah, he needs that money. Yeah, you, you've decided that you're going to just saddle me with end-of-life care, which is ridiculously expensive. If you yeah. talk about any retirement home, the reason that it's so high is they just want to drain your bank account before you die. After that, Monica called her siblings, which in turn called me to tell me that if I start to use the inheritance to live a lavish life, then I'm robbing them of the money that their grandparents promised them. They're all very mad at me and refuse to talk to me to get to an agreement. Am I the asshole? So I want to know what y'all think. Yes. Uh, and also, do you guys plan on taking care of your parents? Mm hmm. If so, how? Um, Riley's shaking his head saying, no way. Parents are fucked. Fuck my parents. I don't know. What do you think? This just makes my blood boil so much, especially that they would be. I, I can understand, you know, there's certain scenarios where it might be uh, a big imposition. This is not that situation. 
in the slightest. This is OP being like, hey, if I'm ever in a place where I, you know, I get this disease that I might have in my genetics, OP doesn't even expect to, to live with them. Yeah. OP's just like, what is the plan? Yeah. Like, it's such an a-hole move yeah. on the kid's part. My, my grandparents last year, there was like actually a big thing because my grandma is like having some dementia right now. Grandpa's still very sharp, but they were living in their place in Sacramento and they probably still could have lived there for a while, but my grandma was needing more care, but it was a huge thing. Like the whole family came together. Yeah. There were meetings where like, how are we going to you know take care of you as you go into this next part of your life? But the conversation is super important. And the fact that the kids are just like, I don't want anything to do with that conversation. That's pretty fucked up. That's it. And, and like, there's so many, there's just so many options that they could have explored. There's in-home nurses. There's the retirement homes. There's, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm no expert. I'm sure there's a lot more. But they literally said, I'm not even willing to think about it. And it's not like they had a bad relationship. No. Unless maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe there's some like low maybe key. Maybe there's some low key. Children red flags, yeah. you know. I want to know from all of you, like, do you plan on taking care of your parents? If so, how? If you haven't thought about it, maybe start thinking about it. You know, your parents are going to die and you're going to die. Use your noodle. So get ready for death. Speaking of which, this episode is now dead. Yeah. See you in the next See one. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. Coworker cancels his wedding for his son's funeral. So I decide to change his life. Man, like just bad luck. The most insane amount of bad luck for this poor guy. A series of unfortunate events. Yes. My coworker recently lost his car. Don't know the details, probably broke down or something. So he had to cancel his own wedding for his son's funeral last weekend. So he lost his car. Yeah. He lost his son. And now he's not getting married. Yes. Wow. That starts off rough. Like, geez. He's in a really shitty spot. I don't think this guy is one of those make someone feel sorry in order to take advantage of them types. So I was already kind of half-assed looking around at newer cars, waiting for a deal for a few months, but not needing one ASAP. When I hear this guy who is Ubering to work every day, I was like, holy shit, I just got to go ahead and pull the trigger on a new-to-me car and give him my old car. Beautiful. That's a great idea. This guy, OP's freaking nice as heck. OP's great. I've decided I'm going to do it, but I have no idea how to do it. Hmm. I want to preserve his dignity, so I'm not going to make a big show of it. In fact, I really don't like the fact that our coworkers will figure it out when they see him driving my car. I don't feel like I'm doing it for self-aggrandizement. Everything just happened to line up where I can really help this guy. Yeah, it makes sense. So what I would have done with this car is I would have donated to NPR because I wouldn't get much trade in and I don't want to hassle like with, you know, all the selling and stuff, right? And because OP's a nerd. Nerd. 
So how should I approach this? What is the most graceful way to give this to him and refuse payment if he offers? And I don't want it to be weird. I mean, I know I can only control my side of things, but if there are some things I can say or do that would make it easier, I'd appreciate some insight. I think OP's overthinking it a little bit. What do you think you should do? Uh, give him the car. <laughs> I think paint the car a new color and then like Mr. Beast it and just like give it him. Inter- yeah, that, we should go all the way and it's like, hey, I'm going to make a YouTube video that's yeah. going to go to millions of people. <laughs> yeah, this this guy Is lost his son and his- had to cancel his wedding. So now I'm giving him a car, a brand new car to him. <laughs> to him. That's my old car. Yeah. But there is an update, John. Oh, so I showed up right as he was walking across the lot to his truck to leave for the week. Wait, does he have a truck? I ran up and was like, hey, how you holding up? He sighed heavily and said, I'm getting through it because I must get through it. Wow. <laughs> Poor guy. I asked, have you come to a solution for your car problem? And he sighed again. And he sighed again and said, yeah, the solution is that I must have one and can't afford another. We were about 20 yards away from employee parking and he could see both my cars. So I said, well, this weekend I bought that car, point to a new car. So now I would like to give you this one, point to an old car. He was absolutely speechless. So I kind of started talking fast and it was like, I couldn't find the title. It's in my closet somewhere, but I have all the necessary paperwork you need to bring to the Iowa DOT, Department of Transportation, Mm -hmm. to transfer it into your name. I'll pay for a replacement title if I can't find it. And it's overdue for an oil change, so I'll get that done this week while you're out, too. I'll leave the keys on my desk so you have them if you get back after I leave on Friday. I attempt to look into his eyes, but his mask has fogged his glasses. (laughs) And I continue. Yeah, they only offered me $98 for the car, and I didn't think it was worth it. And I didn't really want the hassle of selling it online. Also, I don't have the space at home to keep it, so I thought to myself, why not let your coworker have it? So here we are. He began shaking. It's 15 degrees, so I'm getting pretty cold at this point, and I start hopping a little. So would you take the car, please? (laughs) I ask by way of concluding the offer and requesting some kind of feedback. (laughs) Immediately, he grabbed me around the shoulders and pulled me in for a long, strong hug. He is openly weeping into my hair now. He is saying something, but my scarf is muffling his words. But I let him hang on until he decides to pull back. Finally, he removed his glasses and he looked me in the eyes and said, you have changed my life with this gift. I cannot describe what you have given me. So, of course, I started crying and we hugged again. Then he said, I must be freezing and I'm going to go into the office immediately. So I did. He sat out in his truck for a while before finally leaving for the week. And I feel content that he did not insist on haggling over money. Perhaps if he decides later to bring it up, I will entertain what he has to say. But for now... I am well satisfied with how this turned out. Now I just gotta find the damn title. Yes. Amazing. Doing your story. good deed for the day, OP. Truly. Although the truck is confusing. I uh, it's like where does did he, he have magically get this truck, truck from? Maybe, maybe it's like maybe like it's like a work truck or, a yeah. or something. Oh, maybe maybe it's a work truck. And then it's like, point. oh, he doesn't have a personal vehicle mm, or something for himself. But uh but damn, good deed, OP. Yes. Good deed. You rock. This podcast is rated five stars. Well, it's your own damn fault. You got two thumbs and a brain, don't you? What do you think? Stars grow on trees? They don't. So go to OKOP's profile page on Spotify. Click about that rate five stars. Or wherever you get your podcasts.